as you said, it, it became uh, not only a passion but a ministry and a calling for me uh, years later. And, and this, this contest uh, opened up that door uh, as well, just to be able to go and, and speak at these different events, expos, and wild game dinners and banquets. And uh, it just turned into an opportunity uh, because of the sounds of the call. But whether you hunt or, or not, it doesn't matter if it's a man, woman, boy, or girl. Hearing the sounds of wildlife is entertaining uh, just to hear it, and uh, yeah. it's a lot of fun. And so it just really opened the door and gave me a platform to, to use that, to use hunting the outdoors to, to reach people for, for the Lord. Well, it's time for Mid-South Viewpoint, and we're going to have a great afternoon with some gentlemen that are excited about families, are excited also about the great outdoors, and welcome to this Mid-South Viewpoint program. I'm Byron Tyler. Ron McSwain is here with us. Ron, it seems like about this time each year we get together and talk about the expo, the outdoor expo that's happening at Germantown Baptist Church, but there's also a dinner connected with that, and we're going to talk about all those tasty dishes, but welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you very much, Byron. And we've got back with us Kevin Anderton, and we also have Tom Sampson. These guys have been with us in the past, and so good to have you gentlemen back in the studio. Have y'all spent much time in the great outdoors with a rod and reel in your hands since the last time we talked? A lot of it, and uh, that, that never gets old. And this is this feels like kind of a rite of passage to come here on Bot Radio Network and uh, spend a February with you. That's <laughs> so much fun. And, Tom, it's good to see you, too. We're kind of sharing some microphones here, so let me get a quick hello so people can know that you are actually in the studio with us. Oh, yes, I'm actually here. And, uh, you know, you talked about outdoors. My, most of my outdoors is always cooking everything that these guys cook. Are you the one that cooks those duck poppers and all that good stuff? We do. Uh, we cook 6,000 duck poppers at one time on one big grill. So, oh, like my I said, goodness. we got a great crew cooking for us and wow. looking for some great food. Well, we also want to welcome one of my longtime friends. His family's been friends with mine for so many years. Brody Swisher, who is NRA's Great American Game Calling World Champion. Brody, I don't know when you started trying to call turkeys or call hogs, but uh, anyway, you're a champion at it. Yes, sir. Uh, it's quite a unique uh, contest we did with NRA uh, some years ago, but uh, a jack-of-all-trades contest. We called seven different species of animals in that, so it was, like I said, a kind of a jack-of-all-trades. You had to know a little bit about a variety, from ducks and geese to uh, turkey and predator, a little bit of everything, so a lot of fun. And it's interesting how this all kind of developed into a, a ministry for you, and we want to get into that. Yep. I know your folks real well. I, I know your dad is an outdoorsman. Was that just growing up? You spent a lot of time with your brothers. Tell me about growing up and what outdoors meant for you and your family. Absolutely. You know, my dad did teach me the ways of the outdoors uh, from an early age, seven, eight years old, and uh, started with the squirrel hunt back behind our house uh, there in Arlington and uh, years and years ago. And uh, it just grew for me into a passion, uh, you know, for the hunting, the outdoors. My other brothers uh, went into more athletic sports and uh, football and baseball and everything else. But for me, it was hunting and the outdoors and, and just a connection uh, to the Lord through that and what I got to experience there. And so I kind of went that path. And uh, as you said, it, it became uh, not only a passion, but a ministry and a calling for me uh, years later. And, and this, this contest uh, opened up that door uh, as well, just to be able to go and, and speak at these different events, expos and wild game dinners and banquets. And um, it just turned into an opportunity uh, because of the sounds of the call. But whether you hunt or, or not, it doesn't matter if it's a man, woman, boy or girl. Hearing the sounds of wildlife is entertaining 
uh, just to hear it, and uh, yeah. a lot of fun. And so it just really opened the door and gave me a platform to to use that to use hunting the outdoors to to reach people for for the Lord. Well, you don't have to pull the string back on a bow or you don't have to put your finger on a trigger to enjoy the outdoors as you mentioned and it is a great time especially for dads to spend times with their daughters and sons we want to make sure that we include those girls having those special moments and not just dad the whole family you know getting together yep. seeing creation give us some background of how this transitioned into a ministry and how you saw you could use the fact that you are NRA's great American calling world champion, along with other accolades from your ability to call wild animals, how you saw that transition into an opportunity for a ministry. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I remember back in the in the, in the late 90s, you know, some of my buddies and even uh, maybe some family members, you know, said, you know, you're crazy for thinking you can use something like hunting in the outdoors as a ministry. You know, I think a lot of folks are skeptical thinking this is just, this is just Brody wanting to try to go and, and hunt a little more. Uh, go out and justify his hunting with his wife or his family or whatever. And uh, you know, I, I prayed about it a lot, and, and God really gave me the green light back in the late '90s to use my passion and uh, and just made it clear, Brody, use your passion and, and to make a difference. You know, um, I grew up under uh, Adrian Rogers down there, one of the greatest of all time, and and I remember him talking about that so many times. You know, saying, "Hey." Each person's got to find their passion and use it. There's going to be people that uh, Byron can't reach because of uh, the scope of the field he's in, and other people can't reach, the preacher or whoever. Uh, but God's placed us in a unique calling, and, the, and using our passions uh, is how we need to be reaching those folks. And, and he gave me the green light to do that. And, wow. Uh, man, I, I just never look back. You mentioned Adrian Rogers. I remember, of course, he originally was from the West Palm Beach area, Merritt Island, pastor of the church there before he came to Memphis back in the early 70s. When he came to Memphis, he was towing a little one- or two-man sailboat that he used to keep by his house. I remember. I've been over there and saw that sailboat. He enjoyed the outdoors, too, probably fishing and spending some time in that boat. But we all need some time to get away. There's something about the outdoors and and doing it with your family. I've got some great adventures with my boys. I remember taking when my first son was probably about six years old, I decided it was time to take him on a camping trip, went up to Fall Creek Falls, which is one of the most beautiful state parks. It ranks in the top ten. In the country, I think even the public golf course there, I mean, the deer and just the outdoors. But he still talks about that trip. He still talks about the time of us setting that tent up. He still talks about the skunk that came through our campsite, you know. We just have some great memories, you know. And so there's something about for family getting together and outdoors. And what Germantown's doing, what they've been doing, Germantown Baptist has been doing for, my goodness, Ron, how many years have you guys been doing this? I know a dozen or more, <laughs> for yeah, sure. We actually ask ourselves that question. Yeah. When did we start this? And it's, it's been a while, 12 it's or long, 15 years. It's probably 15 years. Yeah. And, I, and of course, uh, and I know, Kevin, a lot of churches are organizing <laughs> events like that. I'm sure, Brody, you probably travel all over the country and attend similar events, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. And, of course, I'm biased to it, but I, I don't think there's a greater outreach for reaching unchurched. Uh, disconnected uh, individuals, you know, men, families, you know, there's just no better way to reach uh, that that man. Yeah. Maybe his wife goes to church with the kids. He won't come to anything else, but I promise you, this is one that are getting. And uh, it, so it's just a, it's an incredible outreach opportunity, no doubt. Tom mentioned just a moment ago, he's kind of the master of the grill. And so, Tom, let's talk about some of the food because you're actually taking some of these wild game dishes. We're talking about deer chili smoke wild hog duck poppers didn't we used to call those things duck derves or something we actually do duck derves duck poppers kind of the same thing we just kind of put our own little twist to them 
We've got some pheasant this year. We've got wild rabbit, turkeys. And for the kids, this this is really truly a family event. We're doing uh, chicken fingers for the kids, so there'll be plenty to eat for kids. Matter of fact, even have some pizza there. So we uh, we encourage uh, uh, you listeners out there to, to bring the whole family because this is a, a real family event. So there's no excuse you say, oh, I can't eat a deer, I can't eat Bambi. I mean, you're going to have some things there for people to eat that who don't want to experiment or maybe take that first leap of faith. Well, there are probably over 18, 18 different items on the uh, on the board. Obviously, we're going to have some barbecue. I mean, this is Memphis. We smoke a whole hog? We're going to do a regular barbecue, but we will smoke a, a whole hog and have it there for, for everybody to. If you want to taste stuff, oh, we, we've got, uh, we'll pull meat right off the hog and put it right on your plate. Nothing like it. I remember when we lived on the island of Guam, we used to smoke those hogs out on the beach, fresh barbecue. And even the meat like uh, deer, you guys know how to prepare that in a way that it just really tastes like chicken doesn't it <laughs> well no it does not taste like chicken but we've got some deer chili uh, we'll actually have some buffalo uh, buffalo burgers uh, buffalo poppers uh, uh, so there's uh, there's quite a bit uh, different there some of the other things that we're doing we're going to have some photo ops for uh, uh, for the children we'll have a huge grizzly bear there which which the kids really love uh, we'll have some boats there. Actually, we're going to have a pontoon boat that's uh, kind of the king of the crappie fishing uh, fleet. And uh, uh, so there'll be a lot there for the family to uh, to become involved in. TWRA is uh, is bringing an inflatable archery range for kids. Really? The uh, arrows are safe. They've got a ball on the end of them and all that. And uh, So the parents don't have to worry about anything. They don't have to worry about a thing. And we've got a just separate room also set up with all types of games for kids. So the small children can... Uh, they can leave their small children there. There's going to be pastors and uh, kids' pastors as well as their wives uh, there to assist with the kids. And that way the uh, adults can go down the expo and uh, participate and maybe buy some things like that. Kevin, I understand the doors open at 4? That's right. Uh, doors open at 4 and uh, dinner will be served at 6. You know, people listening out there who, who don't have a hunting or outdoor background, don't be dissuaded uh, because of wild game. This is going to be wild game prepared by people who know how to do it. So this is a yeah. great chance for somebody to, to kind of explore and say, well, I'm, you know, I've never had buffalo. I've never had venison. I've, I've never had duck poppers. I've never had any of this kind right. of stuff. So right. it'll, it'll be tremendous, tremendous food. If you know how to prepare it, you can mm-hmm. actually get that wild taste out of it. And it's just incredible. The flavor, you'll be tasting some savory flavors that you've never had and you'll want more of. A lot of people who, who don't know how to cook wild game, there's there's less fat in wild game. So a lot of people, if you cook it the same way you would a, a steak or, or that kind of thing, it can be dry. Believe me, the people at our church know what they're doing when they're preparing this food. It's going to be absolutely fabulous. Now, Brody, as you travel and do similar events, tell me about the interaction you have with people and some of the people you meet and how you've seen this, as you mentioned, a stepping stone for people who typically wouldn't walk into a church. Absolutely, yeah. I think the, the beauty of these is it's just a great opportunity for folks to bring um, you know, bring somebody with them. You know, so many times I go and I'll have somebody come up to me after the event or at the booth and say, "Hey, this is this is so and so, my neighbor uh, brought with me tonight. Uh, this is my this is my uh, cousin. Has never been to one of these before, and uh, you know, always being introduced to people." that have never been to an event like this, they've never been to church, they've never been to uh, any kind of 
uh, anything that that was just an outreach effort, spiritual challenge in their lives, and and over and over again I hear that, and um, and so um, that, that's the beauty of these. Again, just a chance to to bring folks out um, something different, something new. You know, like they said, there's going to be incredible foods uh, for folks to sample that have never had anything like it. Uh, there's going to be tons of prizes and giveaways. I'll be giving away stuff from the stage. I'll be bringing kids up to get involved on stage, and and so uh, there's just something there for everybody and. Uh, but again, I think it's just the, the uniqueness of it. Uh, it's something that people don't mind bringing uh, and sharing the word and bringing somebody with. And those are some of the stories I hear is when I have people come up and say, "Hey, man, uh, I brought my, my dad with me tonight. He's you know he's seventy five years old. He's come to this thing for six years tonight. He gave his life to the Lord." And, and that kind of stuff is uh, is huge for me. That's oh my goodness. Yeah. Hey Brody, take us into the preparation as you get ready to enter one of these world champion i mean you're a world nra great american game calling world champion as you prepare for one of these championships what do you have to do to do that and get ready and what's the competition like sure yeah i'll say this it it was very it's a very like anything very stressful uh preparation just because you are uh again trying to in this particular calling style you're trying to uh, you know mimic seven different animals and you you would do a medley of sounds for for those seven different species and uh, so just a lot of practice on the front end, really uh, listening to those different sounds. It comes from uh, guys that have been duck hunting for a lot of years. They know the sounds ducks make and uh, all the variety of sounds they make. And, uh, and so knowing those animals, knowing the sounds they make. And, uh, again, this being kind of a unique contest that it was um, allowed for a lot of uh, extra creativity, throwing in those other sounds that people might not think of, just those natural sounds that wildlife make. And well, hey, listen, can we stop a second? I know you're on the telephone right now, but could you possibly give us a sample of some of the calling that you can do? I mean, we could kind of get a taste of it. Sure. Let me see what I've got, because I do have a, a right here in my, in my office. I've got my bag of tools, and, and I don't know uh, how or if this will uh, play out over the phone, but, you know, turkey season's coming. Um and we'll we'll be talking turkey and uh, eating turkey that night. And I, I love the opportunity to give folks the uh, opportunity to hear that sound of those those animals uh, that we encounter in the woods. But the wild turkey, everybody knows that wild turkey he gobbles. And uh, this is an old film canister, uh, old thirty five millimeter film canister I still use. Um, and it's just got a latex balloon, uh, latex cut up latex balloon stretched across it. And, uh, and I'll use it to gobble with. Sounds something like this here. And so, like I said, I don't know how or if that comes across. Oh, my goodness. There's actually turkeys trying to get into our building right now. I can see them trying to get to the window. I'm just trying to pinpoint the sound so I can get about 100 yards and settle up next to an oak tree and get about 100 yards from there and start calling that gobbler in. <laughs> That's right. That's great. Give us something else if you got it. Yeah, let's see. Here's a, here's that old owl. And some people ask, why in the world would you have an owl call? You can't hunt owls, but an owl is going to make that turkey gobble. And so here's the sound of that owl. My that goodness. owl, uh, and then that hen turkey, that hen, uh, like a lot of the young ladies we know out there, the hens, the young ladies <laughs> seem to do a lot of the talking. That's how that hen, uh, us boys, the gobble, and do the yelp and sound something like this. <laughs> loud, raspy, old hen sound. And um, so, uh, I'm trying to think what else I got here. Um, 
We'll have all kind of sound. I'll be. We don't let too much out of the bag. We want to whet people's appetite to make them want to come and right. taste these duck d'oeuvres and, and hear those calls and just have some a great time with the family. And there's no age limit, is there, Kevin? I mean, we're talking as young or as old as you can come. I mean, no, we, we've got uh, uh, people bring you know one year old, bring infants, and the way it works is uh, uh, children twelve or under is five dollars uh, over. But thirteen or over is twenty. Excuse me, it's fifteen dollars. It's twenty dollars at the door. So we encourage people to go online at, at uh, GermantownBaptist.org, purchase tickets there. But you can per- purchase tickets at the door. Okay. Now I want to go back to Tom a second because I was looking just now, Tom, and you have got this big gold ring on your right finger that says barbecue. So that must make you some kind of master, two-time world champion ring for barbecue. So whenever we talk about uh, an expo at Germantown Baptist Church, we bring champions together that's why we've invited brody not only uh because he's uh, a great uh game caller and also a, a, a good brother but he's also a champion and uh champions kind of stick together evidently i'm just humbled to be in your presence i didn't realize i mean you've been on the show in the past you didn't tell me that you were a two-time world champion ron where are you getting these guys <laughs> they're all members of germantown baptist church we got champions over there yeah of course dr charles fowler we want to mention senior pastor there and I'm sure he'll be out. Maybe he can have a little competition with Brody. <laughs> yeah, I know. It could do that. <laughs> okay, now, so uh, as we mentioned, uh, doors open at 4, 6 o'clock's the dinner. You can go to the website and get tickets, can't you? Yes, you can. At GermantownBaptist.org uh, forward slash Outdoor Expo. Brody, when you're thinking about some of the outings that you've had on your adventures, I've looked at your website. You know, we've got the great Jack Parnell that voiced the commercial promoting your event, and we made a little video. I don't know if you've seen it or not on social media. I posted some of your pictures of you at these game. Tell me some of the places you've traveled, some of the experiences, maybe something that has happened to you out in an event or an outing that you were not expecting. Well, yeah, we've uh, you know I've had the opportunity less to to hunt around the country from from Florida to Washington State and uh, for turkey and elk and antelope and deer and, and a little bit of everything. It's just been good, you know, a variety of variety of games. It's been a lot of neat experiences. Um, but I, I oftentimes go back to uh, as far as just uh, one of the uh, most incredible experiences was was also a low point. Uh, high to low, what you might expect on the mountain, chasing elk. And I went out the year uh, of the uh, terrorist attack. We were supposed to fly out on 9-11 go elk hunting in Idaho. It my first uh, elk hunting trip. Uh, obviously, when the uh, attacks took place in, in New York, the um, all the flights were shut down. And, and my buddy and I were just pushing to go. And so we jumped in the truck and we took off and went out there. And there had been so much planning and preparation and all the stuff that went on and uh, I was just obsessed with this elk hunt and uh, overcommitted, over obsessed with it, and uh, to the point of neglecting my family. And I, I remember sitting on the mountain up there and thinking, "This is what I've been dreaming about doing all this time," and uh, and just being miserable sitting on the top of the mountain one of those days, uh, knowing that I had uh, a reality check uh, that I had had really just neglected uh, my family and put this hunt above everything else and so consumed with it, it it kind of became a priority in my life just that whole month leading up to it and um and you know the lord just really nailed me between the eyes on that hunt sitting on top of that mountain in idaho uh the week following that terrorist attack and and just said hey man this there's so much more the hunt don't get caught up in the hunt uh that you uh, get your priorities out of line with with me with your family and uh and so um, and, and God's so faithful to do that. I, I love being in the woods because I, I experience Him as close there as anywhere else. 
Uh, I'm not saying uh, it's, it's, a, it's going to replace church or anything, but I, I've grown close to the Lord sitting out there and having that time one-on-one yeah. uh, with Him, whether on the mountain, uh, here in the south, you know, in, a, in a tree stand or whatever. Uh, and, uh, and so that was that was one where the Lord spoke to me big time. And uh, probably the highlight of my life is two years ago, uh, sitting in the deer stand with uh, ground blind uh, with my son Easton, and I got to lead him to the Lord while sitting in the, in the deer blind. And, and uh, we'll talk about that a little bit coming up next week. But uh, that's that to me. Uh, I don't think there's any better place for a child to give his life to the Lord than than in the deer stand. It may be a little redneck, but uh, it was an awesome time. It's, it's, again, one of the highlights of my life. Especially being with his dad. That makes it so much more special. And, gentlemen, you know, Brody made a great point. A lot of men are probably listening today that they're passionate and they're spending so much time in their business and their jobs and maybe on the golf course or another hobby they have that they're neglecting their families. This event at Germantown Baptist that you guys are putting on is going to help show these men how they can change some of their priorities you think so tom i sure hope so you know we want to include the family in this this event and we started two or three years ago doing that that's why we have the kids games that's why we encourage uh matter of fact we have 37 vendors that are going to be there and a lot of these vendors have uh will have products that will appeal more to the woman than it will to the outdoorsman so uh as i mentioned we really truly want to include the entire family uh in this event yeah and uh and kevin again the website germantownbaptist.org get tickets uh, you can also get more details but other things that we need to know about before saturday march 2nd well just be prepared to come with an appetite because it's, it's going to be fantastic you know we usually have in this event anywhere from 800 to a thousand people i mean it's a, it's a big event but but uh we get we have lots of lines of tables. We you know you're going to get through it quick. Everybody's going to have a, a, a fantastic time, and it, it's a it's a great time of year because we're you know we're just kind of coming out of the hunting season, so we've got a, a lot of game that's been donated, and, uh, and it's a great time to kind of celebrate that as uh, uh, as a, as a family together and as a church together and as as a, as a group of believers and even un, unsaved unchurched people can come to this thing and 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 learn a lot, have a great time, and then hey, before you know it, it's turkey season. One quick thing before we say goodbye to Brody, I wanted you to comment, if you would. Some might say, what about conservation? Talk about the conservation side. I mean, usually people like yourself who are great hunters and sportsmen have a big heart for conservation and do a lot to preserve the outdoors, too. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and that's, that's what, uh, unfortunately, a lot of people don't understand. You know, they think, oh, you hunters, you're so cruel, going out there and killing animals. But, you know, Tennessee has just been, uh, our deer herd has just been diagnosed with a, a disease uh, called chronic wasting disease, CWD. Um, and and um, there's other diseases out there. And, and a lot of these diseases, uh, we're still figuring them out, but a lot of these diseases, wildlife get it because the population has grown too large to accommodate the carrying capacity uh for deer uh, our deer herd is overgrown and if if we don't manage that if we don't keep it in check um and then have dominion as, as the lord said uh over these animals and they get out of balance they get the population to get to uh, large and then they get these diseases and uh, I was just looking at some photos today for an article we're working on uh, on these diseases, and it's just it's sad to see uh, how these, these deer suffer. These diseases come on them. Um, they, they get um, just nasty looking, and it's just a very sad, slow death for them. And so 
Uh, we tell people, you know, hunting is a quick and humane way to manage these deer, uh, utilize uh, that meat to feed families, feed folks that are hungry, and uh, whereas the alternative is for those animals to die slow death from disease, and, and, and nobody would be able to utilize that. And so yeah. uh, hunting is a, is a very efficient, uh, it's very um, very much something we need to be doing um, as a resource uh, for the for the harvest here that we have. God's blessed us with an awesome opportunity to see and uh, you know and to uh, experience the wildlife, but we also have to manage that, and keep that where uh, it's in a healthy position. And so that's what hunting does for deer, turkey, all all the wildlife we manage across the state. You know, Ron, I grew up in a single parent home about 10 or 11 years old. My mom saw an ad in the paper about a gun safety course, Tennessee gun safety course. And I remember taking that so I could learn proper way to handle a weapon and know how to clean it, know how to go out on a hunt. We actually did a little deer hunt. Is that certificate or that still going? Is somebody from the Tennessee Wildlife, will they be there? Yes, they will. The Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency will be there. And uh, they'll be glad to share with you all the information that they have they have a lot to offer so i think that's another good word there too so let's kind of wrap it up gentlemen and let folks know all the good details plus the food that tom when will you start cooking this food well we've actually started preparing a lot of this uh you know doing wild game a lot of it needs to be marinated in a in a uh, fashion to take away the the wild game taste so we've technically even started uh, today and then of course we'll get heavy into it uh, a couple days before Thursday and Friday before the uh, the big event. And of course, we'll be cooking a lot of it fresh that day, right right out of the event. Take it straight from the grill to the table. One last thing, uh, we've got some very exciting door prizes this year. We've got two uh, fishing trips with guys. We've got a brand spanking new kayak that's going to be given away. Wow. We've got a duck print that uh, Ducks Unlimited is giving. And Strike King Lures out of Collierville has given us an enormous amount of high-priced lures that we're going to be just giving away. We were uh, uh, talking the other day, we like to make this an event almost like Christmas. Everybody's going to get a lot of stuff, and it, we have so much stuff donated. I, it, believe me, come, enjoy the fellowship, and, and uh, tons of door prizes, uh, great giveaways. It'll, it'll be a fun time, have all. Brody, give us a final word before we say goodbye. Hey, I'm bringing my crew with me down there, and I, I want to encourage everyone to do the same. Bring your families out. It's going to be a great time. I look forward to meeting some new friends there and catching up with some old ones. And so join us Saturday. Looking forward to the time. Delicious food, games for kids, door prizes, outdoor exhibits, deer chili, duck poppers, smoked, whole hog, chicken tenders, a whole lot more. Games for the kids. You don't want to miss it at Germantown Baptist Church, 9450 Popper Avenue in Germantown. You can't miss it right on Popper Avenue there. Plenty of parking. Bring the family out, enjoy, get your tickets right now, hurry and do that, germantownbaptist.org, germantownbaptist.org. Gentlemen, God bless you. It's always great to get you in the studio. Sorry to cramp you in so tight. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Thanks, Byron. Friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. Hey, thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>